life that you did not create for yourself and now you're looking to leap from sitting back and letting life happen into you driving your own life to success. The path to a successful and wholesome life used to be a long and binding journey and usually someone else's, especially if you are a recent graduate or did not have any clue where to start. Hi and welcome to the Unique Podcast. I'm your host Anushka and in each episode of the Unique Podcast, we uncover what makes you you and we dive deep into topics that no one told you about. Each episode is defined and designed to help you identify who you are and show you who you want to become regardless of whose steps you've been following. Every week we invite fascinating impact-driven guests whether it be CEOs, coaches or world-renowned athletes who will provide you with science-based actionable strategies for greater productivity, certainty, fulfillment, success, healthy relationships, the art of change, and finding meaningful work. Are you ready to change your life? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Niki Podcast. I'm your host, Anushka, and we are back in here today to discuss another topic that was never talked about at university. So, of course, as some of you might have read the title of the episode, this could be a controversial topic for some of you, but I will try to not make it that. And in fact, it is not going to be that. That might be what the title suggests, but try to take a step back and... I ensure you that I'm not trying to take jabs at anyone at all and I'm just here to provide you my opinion on things and how we can navigate through such a complex topic or maybe a topic that has been made to be too complex than it needs to be. So today we're talking about spirituality and religion. The reason why this thing is on my mind lately is because um, as I'm turning 22, things have been going up through the sky because a lot of us are graduating and suddenly this kind of area kicks in like what do i honestly believe in and the question comes down back to our faith what do we believe in do we have a belief that everything is going to work out for us do we have a faith do we believe that there's someone higher there's a higher power that allows us to you know, navigate through life more easily? Or does it sometimes feel like the entire universe is working against us? So what is it that keeps our faith going? And when we do not have anything to look forward to in those moments, what is it that we find in our core of our being to have faith and to keep on going? And as I started asking myself all these questions, the one answer that I got from my friends, my family, through Google was religion or God. And I personally have never been um, too religious. And I'm not going to lie, like I, I did have like sort of a religious upbringing, but in a way that my parents were the most amazing people in my life because they never force their beliefs on me they did practice religion but it was never like you need to practice it as well they had their own practices but it was never a belief that i was dragged into so i did not grow up religious in the sense that i was never told to practice religion or the stories or anything else that would influence my beliefs or influence what what choices i make for myself so my parents always had their own 
view on it and they are extremely religious but i personally did not have a religious upbringing and i'm pretty sure that if some of you did and if some of you did not you have the same experience that at some at a certain point you want to make your own decision as to what religion do you believe in and what is what does religion even mean to you so here I got stuck when I found out that the answer had to be religion because I personally, like I just said, did not grow up religious and I feel like I messed up because now I'm 22 and there's no way I could turn myself religious all of a sudden. And that is definitely difficult because when we start out, we are, like when we were born, I meant by start out, um, we are born in a way that we can we're malleable we can take on to beliefs of others we can listen to society and slowly and gradually we can develop our belief towards something so i personally felt broken because I am now 22 and there was no way I can suddenly start believing in a religion because I was never brought up in that way. So it got confusing for me because I, in those moments, needed something to pick me up, something to believe in. And if we do not have something to believe in, it really does get hard sometimes, right? And I'm pretty sure you can relate with that. So let me just go back to all the answers that I started finding once I found out that religion is not something I can develop right now. But at the same time, it was very important for me to understand what does religion exactly mean? Because like you have explored in this podcast so far, um, uniqueness is extremely important. If religion means something to someone, it could mean something to another person entirely. And I'm not talking about different religions over here. All I'm saying is, let's say even in Hinduism, two people who are both Hindus could have a very different approach to their religion, could have a very different belief system around the religion that they practice could have a very different way they see hinduism so when i say religion i'm not saying that it is an umbrella cap which covers all the people in the same way so it was extremely important for me to have a great understanding of what it exactly means before i made any conclusions or decisions about it so as we start on this research and as we start figuring out these answers through books on religion, through philosophy, and I'm going to get to it in a second, but it's interesting how religion and philosophy have an overlap in it. So going back, um, what I found is that religion is often confused with spirituality. And I'm going to be defining them real quick, but Religion and spirituality are often words that are used interchangeably. You will see people calling themselves spiritual and they'll say that, oh, I'm very religious and I'm a very spiritual person. So let's talk about that and what that really means and why are we talking about this on this podcast, which is all about life after graduation. So going back, like I said before, um, when we graduate, we need this place to believe in. We need something to focus on. So um when we start seeing religion and spirituality as this one big umbrella we feel like we have missed it and there's there's this no space that we could be religious because trust me i have talked to a lot of people in our generation and you have as well i'm pretty sure and we don't usually find people who are extremely religious because we were i mean i can safely say that most of all were not brought up in a very religious way and if even if we were 
we are at a point of our life where we have started to question everything and the biggest question who am i just keeps coming back and it goes down to our faith to our core beliefs and as people who are still trying to figure out ourselves our core beliefs our religious beliefs become an extremely important turning point and become an extremely important answer for us to explore but as soon as we heard the word religion it looks like we need to run because at this point in the world religion has become a point of battle a point of conflicting beliefs something that people fight upon something that has the power to divide up worlds and nations in a way that we cannot um i'm not saying religion is bad at all and that is why i was a little bit scared to take upon this topic in this episode but the reason why we have become so divided upon religion is because we forget at the, at the core of its being all religions believe in the same thing which is having faith in something that is higher than us something that motivates us to keep going right because if we i'm pretty sure if you get someone from hinduism from christianity from buddhism to sit on one table people who have a core belief who are true practitioners they will all agree on the same thing they will, you will not find them fighting and that is why religion becomes such a controversial topic it makes us want to run and just not talk about it we're so scared to explore because we're scared of what we will find the answers that we will find so that is the purpose of this episode that we break apart religion from spirituality and we have that choice as to which one do we want to follow and can we follow both of them at the same time and those are the core uh, core questions i want to explore over here so to begin with like i said before i want to start with giving you like a high level definition of religion i know religion is something that we usually feel in our bones something that we believe in but if i was to put it in words here's how i would say or here's what religion has been defined to be so religion is sort of like an established order let's say christianity hinduism buddhism sikhism any other established order and i don't need to list them out because i'm pretty sure you know them as well so in short um you sort of bow down or you recognize a single um deity i wouldn't say god but you believe in like something that is yeah let's say god or deity being in a form of a stone a picture a statue or you have some sort of mental visual image to what they look like it could be very different for different religions for let's say in hinduism we have a lot of different gods and um there are images that we can put or photos that we can put to their faces as soon as you take someone's name there are statues so that is kind of what i'm referring to for christianity if let's say there's jesus you can probably put like a face to what he looked like and i'm not going to start naming names because that might take this in the wrong path but my point over here is that religion is often an established order um when we choose to go by those established beliefs or rules or there's this core belief in that one specific deity where we are not necessarily against other religions but we believe that our religion is true and there are people that have met who believe in their own religion and do not um say that other people's religion is not true or something like that like they don't conflict with other people but at the same time that is what it is at the core of its being that you believe in one 
god a one invisible deity right so religion is a specific set of organized beliefs and practices and it's usually shared by a community or like a group like i just mentioned and trust me there are like a lot more religions that we don't even know what there are and now um the interesting thing is that we started to refer everything as religion. Like this is my religion. Hard work is my religion. Um, entrepreneurship is a religion. But going back, talking about religion in its true essence of its being, of its belief, um, it's mainly how we choose to connect ourselves with something higher than us, right? And that is in the form of a god. Um, so that is the kind of religion I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, oh my God, sports is my religion. We will try to get to those topics maybe in another podcast episode. But yes, that is what we see as religion. When we follow a specific set of rules, a specific set of guidelines, and we are sure in our heart that that is what we believe in. And recognizing the difference between spirituality and religion. Now, let's go there can be a great way to begin understanding what spirituality means to you and for what it is for different people, right? So now when I try to define spirituality, this is where I um, try to put in my own words instead of searching it up or looking in books. So the way I see spirituality, it is more of an individual practice. And it for me, it has to do more with peace and purpose, how I connect with my own self, with my own sense of being. And in what area do I find peace? You know, that sweet spot between satisfaction and calmness and just being patient with your own self. That is how I see spirituality. It is this sense of being where we simply feel peaceful and undisturbed by all the things that go around us in the world it concerns with our connection with something that is higher than us just like religion so this is where religion and spirituality have crossed over but with spirituality the way i see it i do not have a specific phase that comes to my mind when i say that there's a higher power that i believe in so usually the core questions that spirituality tries to answer or has at its being is when we start asking ourselves who am i what do I want? What is my purpose? And what is my meaning in life? Those kind of questions are usually triggered by our search for spirituality. So if you've been finding yourself asking, what am I doing here? What is the purpose of life? Or often it is labeled as midlife crisis, quarter life crisis, where we feel like we're too, we've gone too astray from our, too, our true sense of being. This is where religion or oh, um sorry spirituality kicks in for me at least this is where spirituality can help us out and one segue from this is that usually you will not find a spiritual person saying that i'm spiritual that is because at its core spirituality talks about just our sense of being purely and truly who are we because once you have that once you have a practice that helps you find peace and purpose within yourself it's not spirituality anymore it is just your own sense of self how do you believe in yourself how do you carry yourself what do you think you are who do you believe to be so all those questions once those are answered you do not feel the need to say that i'm a spiritual person so um i found um 
as I started looking more and more into spirituality, one of the greatest resources I found was through Dr. Deepak Chopra's website because I couldn't put words to a lot of the feelings that I had and I wanted to get different perspectives on how some of the world's leaders in space of spirituality define it. So his website gave a good overview of how they see it and then I will try to translate or maybe put this into how our experiences as a student or as a graduate relates to how the leaders choose to see spirituality. So the way he said it is that religion, and I'm going to be doing like a lot of quotations here. I'm going to be quoting him a lot. So hang on tight. It's all of it has meaning and meaning is the core of spirituality, but we're going to get back to it. So according to him, religion by definition is like a personal set or probably like an institutionalized system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices. So it's the service and worship of God or the supernatural. Like I mentioned before, it is going about through certain practices and beliefs, okay? Um, whereas spirituality, on the other hand, connotates on an experience of connection, which is something larger than you. Like I said before, when I try to imagine someone or something which is higher than me, something larger than me, sort of like a purpose, that is what comes to my mind when I think about spirituality. So it's like living everyday life in a sacred manner um, where you have that peace on its core. Um, or Christina Pukalski, um pardon my pronunciation over here, she is a leader in trying to incorporate spirituality into healthcare. She puts it as spirituality is the aspect of humanity that refers to the way individuals seek and express meaning and purpose and the way they experience their connectedness to the moment, to self, to others, to nature, and to the significant or sacred this single-handedly is the most beautiful definition of spirituality that I've found so far because it gives us so many different areas to work with. First of all, it says spirituality is the aspect of humanity. So even though this seems like a pretty insignificant part of the definition, but when we see spirituality as an aspect of our own being, it's so easy for us to integrate it into our lives because it's not that we're separating it from us we are kind of going back to our core of humanity and just accepting it as a part of who we are the next part it says that it refers to the way individuals seek and express meaning and purpose again i love the emphasis on the word individual because spirituality does not put you under an umbrella brand of you need to believe in this because it is very unique to how a person seeks meaning. My purpose, my meaning is extremely different from what someone else's purpose will be. Similar to you, even if you hadn't found your purpose or your meaning yet, because trust me, most people have and most people don't find it until they're 70. But that seeking, that place where we want to seek meaning is very unique to all of us. You could be seeking meaning in cooking. You could be seeking meaning in art. We have different ways of seeking and expressing our meaning and purpose in life. So I love the emphasis on the word individual because, again, this experience is very unique to each one of us. Now, the next part says, the way individuals experience their connectedness to the moment, to self, 
to others, to nature, and to the significant or sacred. So taking this in parts, it's our connection. I love how it says connectedness to the moment because oftentimes we are so stuck up in our own mind, thinking all these different thoughts all day, every day, all day long. And it gets exhausting to keep on asking those same questions as to why were we put on this universe. Spirituality reminds us to stay connected to the moment. Instead of being connected to our thoughts, it asks us to step outside of those thoughts and become connected to the moment. And again, the word self here is extremely important because at the core of its being, we are connected to our own self more than anything. We're trying to find our connection with our own beliefs, our own true sense of being when we think of spirituality. So those two definitions, I hope I did not go overboard with them, but I hope it makes sense. And if they don't, try to experiment and explore with what you personally see as spirituality versus religion. One of the other things that is extremely important to understand is the overlap or why does it get so confusing for us to differentiate the two because on one hand are these differentiations between religion and spirituality but on the other hand of course there are crossovers or intersections because of which the lines get so blurry that we start to see religion and spirituality interchangeably so for example you may know people who consider themselves spiritual but not religious. And at the same time, there could be individuals who are extremely religious, but are not what most would consider as deeply spiritual. You could see them doing practices, you could see them doing all the beliefs that they want to follow, but you wouldn't be able to say that they're religious. So it's important that we're able to Keep in our mind that there are distinctions between the two, but at the same time, there are crossovers between the two because at the end of the day, both of them are trying to seek the ultimate truth, seek the ultimate meaning in this universe, right? So at the end of the day, they're merely just general markers meant to explore the qualities between the two. And what do you believe in? I'm not seeing one over the other. So... um. Interestingly enough, I don't know if most of you have heard about this idea of objective versus subjective experience. So Dr. Deepak Chopra's website talks about this extensively, and it's extremely important that we talk about objective versus subjective experience. So religion on the whole is a formal practice, and it's kind of an objective experience. What that means is that it focuses on the object a lot more than how you're feeling or what is going on inside of you. So there's usually a greater focus on the external environment, such as the house of worship, people getting together in a single place to practice religion together, books of scriptures, so books that guide you, books that give you rules or um, beliefs or stories about what happened, what is the history of your religion, or the other external um, influence could be eternal rituals, some of the rituals or practices that you have, or sorry, a religion has, are sort of like objective experiences, because again, it's based in something 
external and at the end of the day it is focusing on all these external things that we are trying to create an experience of higher god than us we are basing our experience of spiritual um, of religion in all these different objects so religion is sort of an objective experience and it is equivalent of object referral in which your attention is placed upon the objects in your experience so for example um if i'm working my focus could be on the work i'm doing and how it's making me feel and how do i how involved do i feel with the work i'm doing that is a subjective experience versus if my focus is on my laptop on the work itself on the external um data that i'm finding that is that could be called an objective experience because my attention is focused upon the object in my experience which could be the laptop which could be the data instead of how connected i feel to the moment or to the work i'm doing right so that is objective versus subjected subjective so on the other hand spirituality however leans more towards self referral or the internalization of your awareness of your soul so spirituality is more than anything it's an internal or an inward journey that involves um a shift in awareness rather than some form of external activity so more than anything spirituality is your own connection to your own being it's kind of taking that inward journey and doing a self reflection kind of going in that place where we're introspective of how do we feel who do we who do we think we are versus who we really are and it's at its core of its being what brings us satisfaction and peace instead of any external activity what kind of thoughts feed our brain and help us feel more peaceful than anything else so as such spirituality is much more about your inner understanding than outer worship um that is not to say that worship is not a part of spirituality i mean there have been moments where i try to pay, pray to god or when i prayed when i worshiped to god i felt deeply connected to my sense of being and to the universe so worship could very well be a part of spirituality but it is a matter of where the devotion and worship are directed so is it to an external practice object or figurehead that we're focusing our worship on or our focus in our worship is to our soul our higher self our divinity that lies within us so what is it that we're worshiping to are we trying to worship to our own core of being or are we worshiping to someone something that is external now religion has been around for a long time so definitely there is um history to religion most of the religions are based upon the lives teachings and beliefs of a historical figure such as christ buddha moses krishna muhammad so the details of their lives as holy or highly evolved beings have been carried to us across the mists of time through tradition and through written scriptures these figures are sort of the subject of our worship and that is kind of where the origins and the history of religion kicks in with spirituality spirituality is based more upon the practical applications of the found founders teachings so spiritual aspirants heed the advice of japanese poet matsuo basho 
who said that do not seek to follow in the footsteps of the wise. Seek what they sought. I'm going to let you reflect on that quote later on, uh, or you could pause this podcast and think about what that means. But at the core of its being, definitely spirituality has its history as well, because there are books that have been written about finding our true core being, if that is what we equate spirituality to, the truth of the universe, the truth of who we are, the question, who am I? All those questions have been, there have been extensive attempts to answer them. And this has existed through time. And whether that is in 1900s through books about Raj Yoga and Karma Yoga and all these different things, that all also relates very well into spirituality. And that could be called the history of spirituality. Now, I think we've talked enough about the differences and you get the core idea of what it means. But one core thing or one last thing that I want to say is that spirituality at its core is this experience that we have. Spirituality in no sense tries to dismiss faith. But at the same time, it often leans more heavily on direct experience of the solar divinity. What it attempts to do is kind of create that experience through meditation, through yoga, through silence, through contemplation, which could be your self-reflection, or through anything that allows you to make a conscious contact with more expanded alternative states of consciousness. It kind of helps us connect to that feeling where we are. Um, Honestly, this has been called the flow state by players such um basketball players such as michael jordan kobe bryant they call it the flow state or you will see some some of the greatest musicians call their art when they're practicing music their flow state so this is what spirituality is at its core being it's this experience that is created through our sense of purpose through our um practice through any sort of practice that helps us connect with our sense of being so um, you know something because you have tasted the experience of yourself and you know that at the core of its um, experience, spirituality can make you feel that there's something higher than your own ego or your own sense of self. And as soon as you start to resonate with that, that is where sort of where spirituality starts to kick in versus religion. So this is part one of our discussion on religion versus spirituality there's a lot more ground to cover but i will not try to cover all of it in today's episode this was a basic definition of religion versus spirituality i hope that you find meaning in it and purpose in it and you start to question for your own self what you believe in so thank you so much for listening to for today's episode and i hope to have you back in into the next episode of this discussion Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your time and energy with the Unique You podcast. I'm grateful to have been a part of your day. Hopefully what I shared with you today will not only resonate with you, but will also help you on the journey we share to help others escape their unnecessary suffering. If this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us.
I hope I can help you further in creating a wholesome life after graduation and make your transition into adulthood smoother. You can always find me at A-O-N-U-S-H-K-A at mystinct.com. That is M-I-S-T-I-N-C-T dot com. Or sign up for the free summit we have coming up called the Blueprint for Life After College Summit. And this is your complete guide to a wholesome life. So I hope to see you in the summit and you can find it on my website, M-I-S-T-I-N-C-T again dot com. So it's mystinct.com. I hope to see you there, my friend. Take care. Thank you.